Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a very special guest from Home Lending Pal, Brian Young. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dustin. Dude, I'm so stoked that you have been able to carve time out of your day, out of your super fancy executive board meetings, calls with investors, right? Zoom calls to spend time on the show because we're going to talk about Home Lending Pal. Home Lending Pal is your baby. Yes, yes. And for those that don't know of Home Lending Pal, it's okay. Many people have yet to have been introduced, but I'm going to promise you this, Home Lending Pal is going to revolutionize the way that you go about obtaining a home loan. Banks and lenders who are tuned in, Home Lending Pal is going to revolutionize the way that you interface with a consumer, possibly even how you come about lead generating. Okay, this is Brian's baby. Brian sold his Audi R8 back in 2017 to self-fund Home Lending Pal. And just recently, you closed on a almost $1 million seed round. Yes. You went out, Brian Young, you pitched investors a la Shark Tank, <laughs> and you got people so stoked and so excited that collectively they raised a million plus dollars and said, Brian, you and your board, you and your team, go do your thing. Yes. Yes. Dude, congratulations. That's freaking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what's next? So that could that that round, that funding just recently closed, right? End of 2020, you closed on that that round. December 31st. So you have some money, you have some funds. I have some funds. All right. So you get to get out there, go crazy, and have a bunch of fun. No, absolutely not. We get to do a bunch of work. Oh, and and probably I'm gonna guess you're in the mortgage space. So I'm sure the first half of that money is gonna be utilized in compliance. Yes. Now welcome to the two thousands. <laughs> yeah, too bad you weren't around. In the 1990s, well, you were around, what were you, like in elementary school? Probably elementary yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> because back then I heard it was the wild, wild west. I was still in high school, so I wasn't around, but it would have been way easier because that million dollars would have gone way further. No compliance. But compliance is good, keeps everyone in check. Um, so today I want to spend the next 20, 30 minutes just talking about Home Lending Pal. Okay. Okay. I'm curious, like as a lifetime lender, I'm curious because quite honestly, you're trying to disrupt my space. Yeah. You're also trying to enhance it. So what I don't know is Home Lending Pal, is it a, a consumer facing technology? Is it a back end banks and lenders are going to love me technology? Is it a little bit of both? And maybe more importantly, let me see if you can do this. Imagine you were tweeting and you had 140 characters. How would you describe Home Lending Pal? So it's a, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and, you know, if we were tweeting, we typically say that we are a anonymous mortgage marketplace that utilizes chatbots, machine learning, and blockchain to automate and uh, simulate home buying, the home buying process for the consumer. Uh, and that's basically a long way of saying that we are borrower-centric. We are trying to help lenders lead with transparency, uh, lead with trust and automate and update their technology stack to accommodate the changes of not only COVID, but of a buying a millennial buying demographic that is looking to do more with tech and less in human or in person. Yeah, which for anyone listening, anyone alive, anyone breathing, the millennial generation, that is the largest generation of home buyers that we have seen since the baby boomers. Yep. Right, so think of how many generations have come and gone, how many decades have come and gone, because boomers are now retiring. Yep. Right, they're now downsizing. They're now actually, some of them, moving on to assisted living facilities. So it's been that long since we've had a generation of, of young professionals 
that want to buy homes that are going to buy homes, except for they're not going to do it the way that their mamas and daddies did it. Exactly. They're going to do it a little bit differently and they're going to utilize technology to do so. You want to be a part of that. Yeah. I I mean, we're in the information age, so you have to be willing to give them everything they need with the understanding that they may not ever want to talk to you, you know, and how do you do that as a lender? Uh, And we built the system that allows you to do that, where you're able to to give your your mortgage overlays, you're able to automate the process for them to help them uh, in that process with little to no human interaction. So I'm a consumer. And for whatever reason, I don't have a good loan officer in my back pocket. Although on this show, we preach over and over, you should have a good loan officer. It's called the Loan Officer Podcast, not because we're doing a show for loan officers to listen to. It's because, in my opinion, every person needs a good loan officer in their back pocket, at a minimum, because we know people. Yeah. As a loan officer, if you need a good CPA, I have a couple I can refer you. You need a good financial advisor, I have a couple I can refer you. Right. You need a couple attorneys. Like, In fact, you and I talked offline when you were launching your business. Like, hey... You're in the mortgage space, Dio. Do you know any good attorneys? Right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me reach out to my network, and I gave you a couple names. So everyone needs a good loan officer, but if you don't have one, or they've retired, or they're on vacation because last year was a record year for loan originators, and maybe your loan officer made a boatload of money, and they want to go enjoy some of that money, you can't get a hold of them, your website, Home Lending Pal, is a destination for potential home buyers to start the process, correct? Yeah. I mean, we, we allow them to start the process and we're gathering the data, the information, the documents they need to go through the underwriting process with your firm, uh, which saves you money because it makes them, one, more educated in the process. They understand better. You know, when you look at the current options that are out there, that information is still very broad, very generalized. It isn't personalized to that individual. So they come so to- can, can I name a couple of them? Yeah. Like, like, like when you talk about a website that I can go to to get some general information. As a as a loan officer or a, a ex-loan officer, now I just help run a mortgage company, I kind of cringe. I'm like, oh, God, bank rate. Oh, God, yeah. lending tree. Yeah. Because those are marketing websites that advertise interest rates, but very seldom, if not never, do they give any pointed, specific advice. And they have decent articles. Yeah. I, mean, I reference bank rates articles at least on a monthly basis. But they don't, they, they don't, they don't get granular. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not doing anything to make your job easier. You know, you get a lead from them. You still have to go back and validate that lead's information. You still have to get their financials, their their soft credit pool, you know, which costs you money and time. Yeah. You're saying me as a lender. As a lender. Yeah. yeah. If, if I'm a lender and I am uh, in partnership with one of those other websites, I'm getting the most basic type of lead. Yeah. I was thinking if I'm a consumer and I go to that website, I'm only getting the most basic type of information. I'm getting a general overview of what things are, but I'm getting nothing that specific. And when you and I were talking offline and why I was so excited to have you on the show is my understanding of Home Lending Pal was that as a consumer, not only could I go to your website to get an idea of where interest rates are, but more specifically how I would go about qualifying if I qualify and if I do What's the proper bank or lender I should be talking to? Because not all banks and lenders are alike. Yeah. Right. For it was like, Bank X may not want any investment properties in the state of Florida. Yeah. So if you called Bank X and they said, oh, you can't get a loan on an investment property in Florida, they, you as a consumer may be dejected thinking no one exactly. is doing investment property loans in the state of Florida. No, not, it was just that bank. Just that one bank. Yeah, just that one bank. So you are, 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 are 
you have created and then you're hosting a site, a place for people to go to, right? Yep. A, um, a mall, so, so to speak, <laughs> if, you know, uh, old school, where I can not only get the general information, but then I can start dialing deeper and digging deeper as I give more information about myself. Yep. Um, I give you some access to maybe do a soft credit pool. I give you some access to maybe reach out to the IRS and have an idea of what my income is like or yep. reach out to my employer through the work number. Uh, that's some of the technology that you're, you're integrating with what already works, right? I mean, those yeah. websites we mentioned, bankrate.com and Lindentree, they do a decent job. Yeah, this is just the next evolutionary step of, of those type of companies, you know, and as you as a consumer, you know, you're able to dive deeper from day one. You're able to see things like affordability. Uh, you're able to determine budget strain based on your current spending habits. You're able to get recommendations as to things on your credit profile that you should approve to get a better interest rate if that's what you're interested in or even a better likelihood for approval. You know, our system is really looking at what is most important to you and then scanning our database to find those options within the database that makes sense for you. Okay, you have me excited now. Okay, you use the word like affordable and budget. Okay, so I love budgeting. I think I've talked about it. I think I've done two episodes of this podcast in the past nine months just on budgeting. But as a lender, one of my bones of contention has always been that it's not about what someone qualifies for. It's about what is your comfortable monthly payment as it pertains to your budget and how do we marry that to a sales price? Yep. Because very well, consumers are going to qualify based on the parameters that are given to us by the likes of HUD, VA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. They're going to qualify for more home than they want to afford. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to talk to them about what they qualify for. You want to talk to them about, well, this is the payment that's going to work best into your budget based on your spending habits, based on your assets, based on your overall financial plan. Yes. I mean, that's something that we coach and teach to loan officers in person, as well as through through episodes that we do on the show. You're offering up, up front to the consumer for free? For free. I mean, the data is there. It's data that is readily available. And, and even going a step deeper than that, you know, most buyers – they don't plan for things like maintenance, for the hidden costs that are just typical. You know, I've been renting for years. So I've never had to deal with this. And they get into the home and the water heater breaks or, or, or something breaks. And this is like, oh, man, I wasn't planning for this. Uh, you know, so our system is basically trying to give them an idea of, you know, here are additional hidden costs that you will uh, incur as a homeowner in this area. And all this is data that is readily available, but they're not aware of that. So our system is basically gathering it for the consumer, putting it into a nice pretty package, a nice pretty box, if you will, and then showing, you know, here are five to 10 lenders that you would best be qualified to work with. Choose one or choose all 10 if you if you want. You are doing what we coach the top 10% of loan officers to do. Exactly. Right, to take a holistic approach to someone's home buying process. Because no one ever wakes up saying, God, I'd love to go in debt for 15 or 30 years. That <laughs> sounds amazing. No, people wake up saying, I want to achieve the dream of homeownership. People wake up saying, I have recognized that my avenue to wealth is through homeownership. It's yep. through real estate. But I want to do so the right way. And I want to make sure that it fits into my total financial plan because I have other things, right? I have kids in soccer. I have kids I may or may not want to open a 529 for. I may or may not need to have some kind of a life insurance that's supplementary to what I get through my employer. Like, there's other life events going on. You mentioned maintenance. I love this Freddie Mac uh, survey that's from years and years ago, but I still quote it today. I read an article put out by Freddie Mac about seven, eight years ago where it stated that owning a home 
it'll cost you one to 3% of the home's value on mm -hmm. an annual basis. So that $250,000 home, that's actually an extra 200 bucks a month you need to budget for. Exactly. All the way up to an extra, well, let's see, 750, divide that by 12, that's gonna give us roughly 625, an extra 600, 650 bucks yep. a month just for hot water heaters, yeah. for roofs, for new AC, for flooring, like the things that when you rent, that's always, that is a benefit of renting. Is that look, if something goes wrong, you pick up the phone, you call your landlord. Now your landlord may or may not be the most attentive landlord, but ultimately it's gonna get fixed. Yeah. And it's not on your dime. And for someone who is not locked into a certain location, then it's great to rent. Yeah. Right. But I think once you know that you're gonna either be in a location or you're going to be coming back to, I think home ownership is the way to go. I mean, statistically, and you know this, I'm sure it's all over Home Lending Pal, but homeowners are 70%, no, not 70%, 70 times more wealthy than non-homeowners. Yeah, yeah. It's and crazy. I, I think you have to look at the human biases in the home buying process. One of the things that we are working with, you know, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau or, or even Fannie and hopefully Freddie at some point is to address, you know, how do you remove human biases, you know, redlining, for example, you know, where you're able to leverage blockchain and in the, in the, the foundation of how blockchain works to help a person potentially achieve wealth in an anonymous fashion before, you know, I'm disqualified by my, my gender, name. My, my name, yeah. my sex, my age, you know, removing that from the process and allowing the opportunity for wealth uh, to be created for all uh, seems to make sense to that us. is huge so like that that's something that um well it's it's so today and it's so needed um it's a hot topic with the mortgage bankers association but um that's like even like a third pillar of home lending pal that i didn't even you know I, I didn't even think about like when when i think of your concept the first thing i go to is what we talked about that's the consumer interfacing yeah you know like and by the way, what is is the website homelendingpal.com? It's homelendingpal.com. You can go and create yeah. an account today. Yeah, so I mean shameless plug, but but go there. Go and create an account. It's free. And what the website's gonna do for you, it's gonna do what every great loan officer should be doing. Yes. But I'll be honest, the reason why I had this show is because there's not uh every great loan officer. Like, you know, there's 10% of them are great, 50% of them are good. And then you have the other 50% who are trying to figure out how to become good. Exactly. As a consumer, Unless that loan officer comes highly recommended, then you don't necessarily know which one you're getting. Exactly. So why not go to a website, at least try it out, it's free, but go to a website like Home Lending Pal and allow the, the technology to, to do what ultimately a great loan officer will be doing. And, and then again, why not get it twice anyhow? Why not get it up front when you're still maybe dipping your toes in the water? And then get it again when you get to talk to a real life human, because you're done dipping your toes in the water and you're now ready to dive head first. Yeah, we, we found that, that those that are just, you know, you don't have to be ready to buy tomorrow. You can literally just have the thought of maybe I should buy a home. The system will tell you if that's likely in the time frame that it's likely in. But for those that are ready to buy now, today, you know, it acts as a consumer advocate. It's helping you understand that this loan officer isn't just taking advantage of you. Because like you said, they're are 10% that are good. Great. What about the other Well, 10% that are great. 10% that are great. 10% that are great. are great. 50% are good. And then what about the other, the yeah. other 40%, you know, yeah. that are just really trying to, to – you can't blame them. I mean, they're trying to make the ends meet, but, you know, they're not looking out for you and your best interests. So. No, and most of it I'll tell you from, from 16 years' experience of being in this industry, that very few are bad actors. Right. Especially in today's day and age. Now, if we want to go back to 04, 05, 06 – Different story, different story, way different story. It was probably tenfold, probably 20% were bad actors. Yeah. 
But in today's day and age, it just comes out of uh, um, ignorance, lack right? Of, it's lack of knowledge. It's lack of knowledge, but also lack of caring. Yeah. Because I think if you care enough about anything, you'll become a student of your craft. Exactly. You become a student of your industry. And look, there's some people that it's not a career. It's a job. Exactly. Right? Those 40% are falling in that category. For some people, it's just a job. Therefore, they treat it as they're going to exchange their time for a paycheck. Exactly. Whether they do a great job, a good job, or an average job. It's indifferent. Yeah. As long as they don't get fired, as long as they get paid, that's all they're that's all they're happy about. Other people, they're just newer, or they, they work somewhere where they don't have the mentorship that's necessary to point them in the right direction, or they're at a phase in life where they haven't, they either haven't regained their childlike curiosity, right, or they've lost it and they can't find it, um, and they're just not asking enough questions. Exactly. But, but to your point, it's a roll of the dice. Yeah. It's a roll of the dice, and if you're just wanting to tip, dip your toes into it. Home Lending Pal takes that role away and it says, no, we're going to utilize technology. We're going to ask you some questions. We're going to utilize um, the information that's readily available to take a holistic approach to, A, whether or not you should buy a home. And then if you do, the size of the house and how you would go about qualifying for said home. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, if, you're, if they're not coming to someone like Dustin, who's very knowledgeable, great guy. You know, then their other option is to go to their, their mother or their father or family member and get their advice. And again, Who, by the way, they're clueless. They're clueless. Your you know, mom and dad are clueless. They're, they're talking about their experience. And again, their experience isn't relevant. They don't have the same financial profile that you do. They don't have the same credit profile that you do. So you're getting all this insight into how they became a homeowner that's irrelevant for you. So if nothing else, you know, creating an account helps you to get that information to get that kind of that general broad understanding of here's what I can afford and why. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed throughout my career is on an annual basis and actually a semi-annual basis, I will talk to someone who they're calling saying, Hey, we're just getting the process started. We know we're not ready. And I've grown to learn to say, well, what makes you know that you're not ready? <laughs> well, I don't know, but, but I just know that we, we won't qualify. Well, fast forward 45 minutes later, they're pre-approved and out looking for a home. It, it was a self-limiting belief. It right. was they thought that their credit score was not good enough because it was only a 710. Right. They thought they needed 20% down and they only have 10% to put down. And someone like myself talked to them and said, actually, why don't you put 3% down? Why don't you put 12 grand into your bank account? Because you need something called a reserve account. And oh, by the way, this Amex that you carry a $7,000 balance on, let's pay that off too. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, not only are they homeowners, but they're homeowners that have a payment they're comfortable with. They got rid of that $7,000 consumer credit card that they were paying probably 400 bucks a month on. And they have three to six months of cash reserve. Yep. They're in a much better situation, all because they made a phone call. Exactly. Which I know from talking to you, that's that is one of the driving motivators of Home Lending Pal. It is. It's, it's to give people that type of a holistic experience and approach to buying a home. Exactly. And, and this isn't just a broad dream that people have just gave us a bunch of money to go chase. You know, we've actually been proving that it works. You know, we've done a lot of testing groups. You know, we have over 7,000 people on the platform right now. And in our focus groups and our studies, we found that about 8.3 out of 10 uh, love what we're doing because it's more focused on the educational side of home ownership, not just putting you down a sales funnel. Yeah. You know, we're, and there's even been times where we have connected them to lenders that we know within our network that are the best fit for them. And we received no compensation for that. You know, we were more so geared the first five months of us building this product. We didn't even let lenders on the platform because we wanted the consumers to know that, you know, we are here to advocate for you 
not to just sell you whatever product we can find for you. Which I think is huge, right? I mean, you're, you're doing it for all the right reasons. Now, ultimately, and now I want to get into the second half of Home Lending Pal, like the, the, the back half. The, the front half to me is consumer facing. Yeah. Right? As a consumer, I want to check this site out. Like, why do I need to go to any other site if, if, if I'm not going to this one first? Right. Let me go to this one first. Let me see how good it is. Let me, let me check out their bells and whistles and play around and make the site make me want to come back. Exactly. Make the site make me want to tell my friends about it. Right, make make the site make me want to tell my realtor about it. Hey, have you heard of this website? Have you heard? You know, but the, the back half. Yeah. As a lender, um, we all have different business models, right? There are certain lenders and banks that their business model, all they want to do is 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 embrace or put a fence and a barrier around their clients that they already have. Mm-hmm. They want to market to those clients and they want to keep those clients from leaving their circle. Yeah. Right. There, there's other lenders that. Their sole business model, and this is similar to what the the folks at Waterstone Mortgage do, um, they want to build relationships with the local real estate community, with the local builder community, with HR directors and financial advisors, and they want to be their local expert, right? The local subject matter expert. If a CPA has a client who has mortgage questions, they know, you know what, I'm going to call Karen Johnson over at Waterstone Mortgage. I've known Karen for 20 years. She lives in, in, in my neighborhood. She'll take great care of them. Um, but then there's an, another segment of, of, of lenders who know they need help reaching out to the consumers, yep. right? They, whether it's to spend money on radio, spend money on television, spend money on SEO, spend money um, purchasing leads from you name one of the dozen lead aggregators out there. And what you're saying is like, wait a minute, guys, well, I'm going to raise my hand. Hey, my name is Brian Young. Look at me. I'm going to raise my hand because... Not only do I have people coming to my website and they're saying, I want to buy a house. I also can tell you when they want to buy a house. I yep. can give you an idea of their credit profile. I can give you an idea of what their income is, what their assets are, what their spending habits are. Yeah. And if you're ever going to spend money on a lead, why wouldn't you want the lead that comes with the most data? Exactly. The most validated data. At yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Validated, right? Because, and um, now I'm going to geek out a little bit for the industry folks that, that tune in. Um, have you had conversations with the CFPB? We have. We are looking for a letter of no action right now. We are in deep conversations with that. And uh, Mark Weintraub, the former uh, chief operational risk officer of Wells Fargo, is leading that push for us. So Awesome. And, and Mark was most recently with Wells Fargo, correct? He was. Okay. Um, which, so again, industry folks you know a, a letter of no action. That's a huge thing, especially in today's day and age as it pertains to fintech and technology. What Brian's essentially doing with Mark's help and probably a team of attorneys yes. is going to the CFPB saying, hey, we had this awesome idea. We want to go full steam ahead, but we do not want you to slap us on our wrists. Yes. Please look at what we're trying to do and give us the double thumbs up that we can proceed full steam ahead, and you're not going to turn around in three years and tell us that we violated Section 8 of page 7,222. Yeah. So, so, so you don't have the CFPB, um, but Flagstar, can, can, can we go into that? Is that, is that we okay? Can. We can. Okay, so Flagstar Bank, which Flagstar, uh, by the way, I've always admired Flagstar's business model because they're one of the rare large banks that also does mortgage well. Yes, Right. They are a mortgage company and they also are a bank. Because in today's day and age, you have banks and banks do a great job of being banks. Their mortgage departments, depending on the bank, my opinion, eh, 
Yeah. Right? Fair. You have mortgage companies. Fair. They are awesome mortgage companies. But you ask them, do they do any banking? Like, oh, no. No, we just do mortgages. Flagstar does both. They do both well. Very well. Um, you Did you win or you were granted or you just submitted, but you're a part of an incubation technology um, hub through yeah. Flagstar? Is that right? Can you talk a little bit about that? So Flagstar chose us as one of three companies in the, in this, in the country uh, in which they would basically take our proposed solution and not only help us ensure that it's meeting a regulatory compliance needs in terms of how we work with different lenders and different banks, but then also scalable so that as we build this out, as we build out our suite of tools, if you will, that we are truly solving problems that lenders have on the back end. Um, when you look at what we're trying to do, there are some that are going to want new lead generation. But to your point, what about those that just want to incubate current customers that are already within their portfolio? How do you do that? Yeah, that, that would be me. Yeah, right? it would yeah. be you. So how do we do that in a way that makes sense for everyone, that, that, that still isn't steering, isn't redlining, but it's still helping you address some of the biggest issues, some of the biggest gaps that you have, which is how do I inform them of where they're at, nurture them to become more purchase ready without putting up more human capital? I utilize conversational artificial intelligence. I utilize data science, machine learning to help these individuals become more purchase ready. And then when they are, the system signals that to you is the, is the best way to go about doing that. And Flagstar is helping us build out that model to scale uh, across the country. So how much of that technology is currently, uh, my term, open to the public? The foundation is there. We've been testing it for a while. Uh, we're just getting into the point now where we're actually going to start scaling that test out to about 10, 20 different lenders across the country. Uh, and these are lenders that are, you know, your big players like Flagstar, mm -hmm. uh, smaller community banks and credit unions, but then also non-bank lenders. And we're really looking at, you know, one, how is a person progressing through the system? Two, are we able to automate manual tasks to minimize human error? Uh, and then three, you know, uh, in a partnership with Google that we just closed in December, you know, can we help you collect data at scale that can then be validated and attested and stored on a blockchain network or blockchain security token, basically, uh, that can then be utilized to speed up the transaction process for both you and the consumer. And that's what we're working on now. So I'm a bank or a mortgage lender. And I partner with you. You're telling me this again. I'm trying to try to put this. You speak so eloquently, right? And in a very high level with your SEO background and you just name dropped Google like, oh, yeah, our partnership with Google. I'm sure you have a half a dozen other partnerships, some that I've been aware of, but I don't know if I can talk about them on air because I don't know how official they are. So or I don't want to jinx it if it's something that you're, you're still pushing for. So I won't. But um, the partnerships that you're talking about, your your goal is to go to lenders and their consumer, their borrowers, home buyers, and make the process quicker, right? Make it smoother. Make right? it, like, like that's what I'm hearing. You're like, no, I, like you asked me, uh, how quick can you guys close a loan? I'm like, man, if everything goes great, uh, 15 to 21 days, we ask everyone for 30, our competitors are at 45, and you're like, yeah, but with me at your side, what if we could do 10? Right. You like, know, like, like. Sky's the limit. I yeah. mean, and. You know, it, it's a lot easier for us to build the technology suite for you and just integrate into your systems than it is for you to go out and hire a team of data scientists, a team of developers or even engineers that we have and try to do the same thing we're doing. Why not just partner with us? And all we're asking for is a little data up front. You give us that data and we make your life a lot easier. So this has been fantastic. Brian, so let me ask you this. Um, we haven't even like dove into who Brian Young is, right? And like... 
guys, like you've seen him now. And if you're not watching on YouTube, then you know, you've heard him speak. But check him out. Hit him up on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, Brian's story is an awesome story that I want to cover. But what I'm going to ask you is, can we maybe, we're going to cut today into two episodes. Okay. Right. So we're going to drop one, Home Lending Pal. That's, that's going to be the title. Like, look, this is a big splash. You just raised a bunch of money. You've been behind the scenes working tirelessly for the past two and a half years. You sold your fancy sports car in order to launch this dream, this vision. Mm-hmm. But now you've take, taken it to the next step, and you're ready to go big time, right? You and I are talking unicorn stuff, right? Got to be a unicorn. We're going unicorn. Not, not we, Brian. Um, I'm just a mouthpiece forum utilizing this <laughs> forum. But I'm curious for the audience to get to know you. Okay. Like, where you are in, in life, yeah. in age, you're not, a, not, you're not an old dude, right? No, no. Right. You've, you've only been around a minute. Yeah. Um, this isn't the first company you've started, right? This is like the third or fourth company that you started. Yep. Most you have sold, made money on. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot that our current professionals who are maybe your exact age, your, your exact demographic, maybe they're 10 years older, or maybe they're you 15 years ago when you were entering college. Mm-hmm that I want them to get to know you because I bet they can find inspiration. Okay. So if you'll let me, yes. I'm going to cut this show. Okay. Right? We're going to conclude it. We're going to tell everyone to check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, at The Lone Officer Podcast. We're on YouTube. Please subscribe. Like, I love the comments that we get. And we get a, we get probably a half a dozen comments a day just on YouTube. Okay. And JC, John Coleman, producer of the show, does a fantastic job of either he'll answer them or if it's a question that's too techy, like it's too like industry involved, he shoots me an email and says, like, I need you to answer this one for me. But we will reply to you guys. Like we're going to shoot some episodes later this week and next week solely based on the recommendations of our viewers. Yeah. Right. So YouTube at the Lone Officer Podcast, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn under Dustin Owen. We also have recently started a LinkedIn uh, page for the Lone Officer Podcast. Okay. So that's something brand new. You need to check out Coleman's really funny video clips, his promos, because they're pretty awesome. Um, and if people want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, my Instagram is Brian Young HLP uh, on Insta or LinkedIn. It's just Brian Young with a Y, by the way, guys. With a y. It's with Brian a y. with a Y. B R Y A N. Uh, and then also on LinkedIn, uh, Home Lending Pal is our uh, company page. So uh, awesome. And then be young at or hello, sorry, hello at homelendingpal.com if you need to email us about any questions. Hello at homelendingpal.com and yes. check out Home Lending Pal. Consumers, realtors, Lend- industry professionals. Yes. Like if you are in this space, you think you want to be in this space. If you are a homeowner, you think you want to be a homeowner, just check it out. It's free to do. Um, and the more data they can get from you, the more feedback, the better you can make the site as well. Right. The right? better the system gets, the, the more data we have. Yeah. The more people we can help. Yep. Um, and the better we all will be. Yeah. That's fantastic. He's Brian Young. I'm Dustin Owen. This is the Loan Officer Podcast. Check us out next week because we're going to be dropping a second episode with Brian, myself, and we're going to dig into exactly who is Brian Young. How did you get up to this point of raising a million dollars? For Home Lending Pal. Okay. But for now, we're out. See you guys.